Devil, devil, devil. I say, I said, devil. That was kind of nice, like harmonizing. Shout out, Dabo Sweeney. Uh, This is the Visceralist Podcast. This is episode 114. Uh, This was at gmail.com. Instagram, uh, Patreon, if you so choose. Um, Those chants you heard from the crowd uh, were referencing uh, Dabo Swinney. He's the coach of the Clemson Tigers football team. Recently played Ohio State Buckeyes. Sorry, the Ohio State Buckeyes <laughs> right. football team in the Sugar Bowl for as part of the college football playoff. Got destroyed. And yes, that is some trolling on my end. Um, and that's because Dabo Swinney, also Dabo? What? Uh, before the game was popping a lot of shit. Said Ohio State didn't even deserve to be you know, even looking at the field that Clemson players were walking on, mm. uh, didn't deserve to be in the playoff, didn't deserve to be in the top four, nor the top five, six, seven, didn't deserve to be in the top 10. Yeah. 11. Ranked us 11th. And it has been interesting. And so uh, after, of course, Ohio State trounced them, you know, pushed them to the brush to the side, brushed them, brushed them away, swept them away. Um, it has been interesting the way that, he's trying to downplay those comments because he's, he got asked several times, Ohio state coaches and players are getting asked about it. And even they're trying to downplay it, which is, which isn't fun. I mean, come on. I'm I'm surprised that the players have been doing it, but I did see some locker room video where they had some things to say. Oh, what did they say? Basically just like, (laughs) who's number 11 now? What what do you got to say now? How's that? (laughs) Take that L hold that things like that, you know? (laughs) Hold <laughs> that. Um, yeah, I mean, look, the quarter, even the quarterback who was interviewed right after the game ended, um, a quarterback who took a massive hit uh, to the to like the liver area. Yeah, that looked painful. Like they call it uh, spearing, I guess. Well, or targeting is what they call it now. They used to call it spearing, but like, imagine a linebacker running at you top speed, putting his helmet down. And hitting you right in the liver area. Um, that's that's what happened. Had him out of the game. He actually, actually, no, he played the next play and scored a touchdown. He had a touchdown throw, I believe, right? He did have a touchdown. The, the, throw. Just the following play. Or, no, no, no. Sorry, he was out for one play, and they had yeah, a backup it, quarterback. That weird backup came in. And then the touchdown. Yeah, but, and then he yeah. came back in, and then he was limping, and he was clearly in, like in pain the whole rest of the game. And that was what second quarter or something. Yeah, it was right. Yeah, it was right before halftime. Anyway, he showed some great Jim Trestle medal, um, which we, which you like to see, and and he closed out the game like a professional, uh, all you know, all star, whatever you want to say. And yes, he was asked about what it, what about Dabo's comments about the eleventh. 11th place ranking and he said i'm not even gonna answer that so you know yeah i mean actually took the uh, high road yeah they were doing a very good job of keeping it professional staying high in the uh i guess in the public sphere right so good for them uh sure we'll have a report some celebrations no oh, no don't want to jinx it i'll just shut up 
uh, and move into our much beloved sub- uh, segments. <laughs> I like that segment. The jinxing. By the way, uh, I know that we haven't got to talk about our fansville. My favorite. Um. So our our much beloved segment, Tuckling and NYC. I understand things have been pretty (laughs) slow for you. Uh, I have a story uh, involving me trying to wrangle uh, an eye doctor appointment. Uh because I procrastinated all year long and I, I get a certain chunk of money from my insurance provider uh, for eye care. And mm-hmm. I didn't really need any, except I, I do like getting a backup set of contacts, contact lenses because I have the hard lenses and they're like expensive and they're a hassle to, to replace. So I, was, I wanted to use it towards that long story short. I, I spent like five hours dealing with, five different eye doctors around the city, just all over the phone uh, and my insurance company. And it was completely miserable. And I, I feel like I need a little bit more distance from that. This was only like five days ago. Need a little bit more distance before I could actually get into it. But, you know, it did make me think about like, fucking hell, like people who have to deal with like serious insurance issues, um, you know, involving their kids or like, I, you yeah. know, I don't know any long-term medical problem that they might long-term have. Long-term stuff or like a real serious bill, like you get that $20,000 bill in the mail or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get the $15,000 ambulance uh, bill because, I don't. oh, God, someone bothered to call 911 to, to help save your life in your heart attack. Or, you know, you find out you need a new liver because you got hit by some big linebacker. Mm-hmm. You know, all kinds of stuff. Like, man, like the aggravation I had just over trying to get a backup set of contact lenses. Yeah. So my heart goes out to people dealing with that. Um, Keep your head up. Uh, But uh, anyway, I'll get into that some other time. This week, uh, just going to do some quick ones. Super quick. First one. I had a dream about this cool pizza recipe. Uh Uh-huh. That I want to try out in real life. And it's actually just sort of a pizza upgrade. Uh, that I want to try. This would be like, a, you'd have to be making pizza at home because I, d- I don't know that a p- you could ask a pizza place to do this. Okay. But basically, it's, uh, so you have the dough, you have it fashioned out into the, the pizza size. You, you actually put a layer of mozzarella on before you put anything else. So the okay. layer of mozzarella first. Right on top of the dough. Yeah. May- and maybe even put some butter some butter on the dough first. Um, that that butter idea actually comes from someone else who I, I was talking with us about. So I don't want to take credit for that. But uh, so so put a little butter, put the mozzarella on first. But then secret upgrade is put some fresh uh, shredded um, uh, parmesan. Get some good quality parmesan. Shred it. Freshly, freshly shredded directly on on top of the mozzarella. So you got the layer of parmesan okay. under is the first thing. Then you put the tomato sauce on. Then you put the normal mozzarella and then the toppings like normal. Huh. So then when you so then you cook it up. At, so every bite, you got that second secret layer of mozzarella and fresh uh, fresh parmesan. What do you think? Isn't there a pizza like this already? I don't think so. I mean, it sounds delicious. Yeah, it's crazy. This, I, I, <laughs> this came to me in a dream. 
And I usually don't remember dreams, but like, <laughs> I guess this is the one I had right before I woke up and I made sure to remember. I actually wrote it down in my notes app because I was like, uh, A, this is great for the podcast, but B, I actually do want to try this in real life. Yeah. I like this. This sounds good. Yeah. Um, Definitely go for it. Yeah, that fresh, not, not that canister yeah, parmesan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. be some good parmesan. So anyway, that's, uh, that's, that's free 99, no charge. That's what you, that's what you get here down visceralist HQ. All right. Second one, uh, Casio, no cord. So a buddy of mine, uh, came over, uh, recently to talk, talk shop, talk a little business. He, uh, he had this old Casio keyboard, uh, sitting at his place and he's like, do you want it? I just kind of want to get rid of it. And so he brought it over. Uh, but then, and weirdly, and this, this is, uh, our mutual friend who, who lives in the Lower East Side as well. Uh, okay. And for some reason, he, he brought over the power cord that goes with it. And, but then he tells me, he's like, yeah, I, yeah, I, so I need this power cord. You can't have it. Uh... And I'm like, um, I, I didn't even say the obvious thing, which is like, why did you bring it? Or what am I going to do with this keyboard without without the power cord and he's right. like well i think it, i think it takes batteries and he's like but also maybe you have cords power cords lying around <laughs> but also maybe you got cords <laughs> yeah maybe you got cords <laughs> and coincidentally uh the person who lived across the hall from me uh moved out about a month ago and she was like hey like she let me do a walkthrough of her apartment. Like, do you want anything? Like before, oh, that's she, nice. before she moved out. Yeah. Yeah. It was really nice. Um, and she has this, um, like this big plastic box full of just all kinds of like random electronic bric-a-brac, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. Like one of those kind of, yeah. But like a, a lot of people have just like, yeah, like, like storage containers for just like random cords, tools, you know, maybe Ikea tools or, or whatever. Um, so I did reference that and I was like, nah, it's cool. I, I turned it over. I see it actually does take batteries. And I also have this bric-a-brac drawer or, or case. So, you know, should be okay. How many batteries is this thing? It's like one of those like eight C battery type of deals. Uh, Surprisingly, it, I have seen this. This one's a little small on the smaller end, so it's it's six double A. Okay, six double A. Wow. Yeah. So, um, but it was just weird. Yeah, he brought so over. He the brought cord. it over. He brought like, over. You as, can't have this. <laughs> as he's handing me the keyboard itself, he actually has the cord in his in one of his hands, and he's like, "Yeah, I need this." For something else. Didn't tell me what he needed it for. Uh, maybe he, I, I don't, maybe he just remembered, but then still he should have just like kept it in his pocket. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he hands me the keyboard, sort of uh, surreptitiously tries to put it in pocket. Me noticing that, hey, what, what, what was that? Why'd you just put a power cord in your pocket? <laughs> oh, completely, that's completely unrelated. 
Oh, this, this thing. No, no, no. That's for something else. <laughs> something else, huh? Uh, fascinating. Okay. That's Cassio. Last one, uh, Peter Luger. Oh. And I apologize. I may have actually told this story before, but if so, it would have been a long time ago. Uh, I don't know if you recall, a friend of mine, college buddy of mine, was visiting the city. This was back in 2013. Uh, came over to your place. Uh, had a little. We had a little bit of an adventure, as you recall. He had been drinking. Yeah, I think before. I recall this one. Yeah. So, not not getting into that, but but that did remind me that you and our our mutual mutual friend, tall friend, were for some reason trying to mess with me by saying like, for somehow it came out we were talking about how tall we all are. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm six one. And then he, the tall, our tall friend was like, oh no, you ain't no six one. You're like five nine or something. What? <laughs> you don't remember this? I don't remember that part at all. Yeah. Oh no. He was like, he was like, no, no, no. Yeah. Visceralist. You, you like, he's like, look, I'm, I'm six three and he is. And he's like, let's stand back to back and we can see if you're six one. And we did, and he's like, no, 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 you're way more like five nine, five <laughs> five eight. He's like, stand up against the wall, I'll mark your height. And then, like, he was doing the thing is, his delivery was so straight and flat that I was he was just kind of messing with me. And then you, you, I think you were laughing, you were laughing, but you were also sort of co-signing it to mess with me. But he was being so straight in his delivery. He's like, Visualist, you, you need to stop telling people you're six foot six one. Oh my nah. gosh. <laughs> I don't remember this, but I can believe it 100% that he would do something like this. Really? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it is a pretty funny joke. But yeah, and you have to do it with the flat, like totally straightforward delivery. He's like, because he's like, look, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you get like, find out what your real height is, man. You you can't be going around telling you. Find out your real height. You can't. Can't be going around telling people, telling women that you're six one. <laughs> Man, yeah, I can, I could definitely. I, I can't believe I don't remember this part of it. But well, do you uh, remember my friend also, you know, ca- causing a little, or we'll say, we'll say being a little hectic. Oh yeah, I remember, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that part just like that, pushed out, pushed out the other part of it. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, – oh, but anyway, Peter Luger. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so the quick one is he he uh, he had been wanting to go to Peter Luger. He's he's into steakhouses. He was told that this is the best one. I was like, yeah, I've never been there. Let's go. But, like, I wasn't sure that I wanted the steak. And so so we get the – we I, well, I, you know, their burger is also supposed to be really good. Yeah, yeah that is true. And we it's, did go for lunch. a lot of hype. We went for lunch because we didn't have reservations, and for lunch, usually there's a long line, and there was a you know probably like an hour long wait, but we were able to get in. Um, and so we sit down at the table. Waiter comes, and because I assumed that there was a way to get just a steak for one, and so I thought he'd be good. But then the waiter comes, the menu, the the smallest steak you can get is steak the porterhouse for for two. For yeah. Two and so he was like, to me, my friend was like, okay, do you want to just get the steak for two? And I was like, no, nah, I'll get the burger. 
So I say that to the to the waitress to the or to the server, and um, I start handing in the menu, and both my friend and the the waiter look at me, and my my friend was looking at me kind of cre- he was kind of crestfallen because <laughs> he's like, oh man, and he he lives in L.A. And he says, like, oh, man, I came all this way. And he did come all that way just to see me. Um, mm. And he's like, man, come on. This is just, let's just get the steak. And I was like, man, I really want the burger. Isn't there? There's no steak for one. No. And, I, and then I, I think I asked the waiter. I'm like, I mean, could one person eat the porterhouse for two? <laughs> and he's I like, mean. he's like, it's a lot. I, I strongly recommend you get the the porterhouse for two. It's very good. <laughs> And I was like, <laughs> like, but I want, I want this burger now. I get this burger, but so no, I, I did. They did convince me uh, to get the the porterhouse for two, and, and thank God they did because it it was amazing. Like it, it's every bit as good as they say, if not better. Yeah, it's pretty delicious. But I mean, your friend could have just taken it home, right? The rest of it. Yeah, it's not going to be as good. It'd still be good. It'll still be good, but not as good. Okay, if you're true. Really eating it, he would still enjoy it, but he would have had the original flavor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it worked out. Like, yeah, and yeah. If you're gonna go there, if the first time you go there, you should get the the thing because there's a whole preparation they do when they when they set it on your table. They're spooning a little bit of the sauce. Yeah, on top they of do. It they've got, they've got their whole little dog and pony show. <laughs> Cash only though, but it's but it's nice. It's definitely I enjoyed it. It's definitely delicious. Yeah, yeah, I would recommend it to anyone who likes a good steak. Uh, okay. Well, I have no segue, so we're just gonna get into it. Uh, our a new segment of ours uh, we've done a few times. It's called "It's Reddit Time." Okay, that one wasn't bad. It's right I can maybe get on board with that one. Okay. Um, for first-time listeners, this is where we... And this is... And I should say, we'll get back into our norm, normal... Normally with this chunk of the of the show, we, we do reviews of films or, or TV shows that we like. It's just been a while, for obvious reasons, uh, for why there, there haven't been new... Uh, you know, new content to, to get into, but, uh, 2021 is shaping up very nicely. Um, we have, uh, pretty soon we'll have the MCU shows on Disney plus that'll be oh. starting up. We'll have WandaVision and then Falcon and winter soldier. And then Loki all back to back. I realize that when do those start? I think in like two weeks, uh, I think WandaVision. WandaVision's first, right? I've been seeing yeah some stuff about it but i don't really understand it i don't know why it's in i don't understand anything about it i mean i'm some research i mean i mean it's it'll be interesting to see how mcu movies translate to to essentially tv um i mean you know with the mandalorian which which was essentially star wars movies translated to tv um, you know, they did a decent job. I don't think it's a brilliant show or anything. Uh, it's very fan servicey, um, but it's fun. Uh, I do have higher expectations for these MCU shows um, mm. because apparently they are going to be integrated in the world of the, the upcoming movies as well. 
But apparently we'll be getting new seasons of Succession and Atlanta this year, uh, which should be great. Um, I'm blanking on the other good shit, but anyway, when, when we're in a bit of a, you know, segment desert, we, we can always fall back on it's Reddit time, uh, or, you know, some of our other go-tos, which, which I think we should get into. We did conspiracy segment last episode, but, uh, in any case, uh, this is where we take, uh, posts from two different subreddits. Uh, one is called today. I learned. The other one is called Ask Reddit, uh, and we find a couple that uh, we like, and we just discuss them. So. Oh, yeah. You ready? I'm ready. I'll, I'll kick it off. I think we're, I'll start with the Ask Reddit segment this time. Um, I'll go first. Okay, this one says, uh, and just for listeners to... Sorry. Um, this is where someone asks the Reddit community uh, for like, any sort of question that they want crowdsourced just to get you know, a bunch of answers on it. So anyway, here's a question. Have you ever laughed so hysterically at, at, something, so, at something so simple that you were starting to get legitimately worried that you were losing your sanity or something? Hmm. And what were you laughing about? About what were you laughing so hard then? Wow, this is phrased really weirdly. <laughs> so basically, have you ever laughed really hard at something super sim- simple? Yeah. And I'll, I'll I'll relay two incidences that happened uh, where where I was laughing. The first one that popped into my mind immediately was at college. Um, we were me and my buddies were just kind of hanging around playing video games and. Uh, or no, we were just watching TV. Just and there was some sort of Inside Edition style report on local news about um, the buffets that they have at delis around the city. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And basically, it was like there was a health I scare. Trust, I don't trust those things at all. There was a health scare at one of them uh, that we had. Uh, there were reports of E. coli being found. Or people getting sick from E. coli, and, and they thought that it was at from this deli, and fr- specifically from the buffet section. Uh, and so they they an undercover reporter went in and with a hidden camera interviewed the owner of the deli. <laughs> and there's footage. They showed the footage of him being like, uh, "Oh, is, uh, no, there's no reports of E. coli here. Uh, we don't. We don't we're, we're very clean here." And then the source is like, well, you know, in the newspaper, there's reports uh, of, of this deli having E. coli. And he's like, oh, oh, yes. Uh, no, there's uh, this crazy guy. He come in and uh, he I think he spread the E. coli all over. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't I don't you know, I don't like this guy. And I kick him out. So, <laughs> so what I don't I, like this guy. So the reason I started laughing hysterically was a, my buddy like we watched this and there's like four of us and like he started doing an impression of this crooked deli owner and for whatever reason he did like a really funny impression and he sort of embellished it and stuff and i lo- i lost my mind i was laughing so hard that i i like doubled <laughs> over i fell off the couch that i was sitting on and i was holding my stomach because it hurt like it physically hurt and I thought I was gonna throw. I thought I was gonna throw up. I was laughing so hard. 
and he kept going, and I had to be like, stop, stop. <laughs> like, no, no mas, no mas. <laughs> yeah. This guy come in and spreading the coli. He yeah. put the coli here. Yeah, and so he, my buddy's like, he's like, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I see this guy. He come in, yo, he's. He sprinkled the E. coli. He pulled a bag out of his pocket. He sprinkled the E. coli on, on the buffet. And I tell him, uh, no, I, I don't like this. <laughs> so, oh, man. But I can, I can distinctly remember how hard I was laughing then. That's pretty I, good. That was great. And then the other time was actually a jo- like something I said that, that was benign that I didn't mean as a joke, but uh, as long time ago i was dating someone and i was we were in her bedroom and i was le- i was leaving and i think i i'd left to go to the restroom and i it was coming back in and i for some reason i closed the door really fast in such a way that it hit my knuckles really hard like really hard like right on the part of my my knuckles on one of my hands Oh. That hurt like immediately, extremely hard, and I was like, "Fuck, fuck, 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 fuck," and um, and then when it, once once the pain subsided a little bit, and she's like, "Are you are you okay?" And I was like, "I think I said I said it in this tone of voice." It's like, oh, I don't know why it hurts so hard. I just go to close my door and I nearly knock my fingers off." <laughs> Nearly knocked my fingers off. <laughs> what is that voice? <laughs> that's my that's my still still in a little bit of pain voice. Oh, man. I said, yeah, I said I nearly knocked my fingers off. And the thing is, she started busting up laughing, like uncontrollably, and then her laughing really hard made me start laughing really hard too. Right, which did help the pain a little bit. So. That does laughter take your mind off of that pain. But I don't know. Can you think of any any similar times you've laughed really hard over something really s- stupid or s- simple? Um. Well, I'm sure there are. I mean, yesterday, for instance, there was. So I was in my apartment. I was vacuuming, and uh, so the the hallway is dark, right? And my girlfriend, I thought she was in the bathroom. Okay. Because when I, she was, when I last, you know, knew about, knew of her whereabouts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I was vacuuming and I was going across that hallway with the vacuum. So the bathroom is at the end of that hallway. I'm at the opposite end, walking across from the living room to the bedroom. And I was like, all right, now I'm taking this vacuum into the bedroom. And I had glanced down the hallway. It's dark. And the bathroom door is open, and it was dark too. And I was like, "Oh, I guess she's not in the bathroom." I was like, "Wonder where she is." Maybe I was like, "Yeah, whatever." But then, like, I think I was only looking high, you know, like my eye level and above. Right. And like my eyes sort of glanced down, and I saw, so I see something out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> I'm like, which. Apparently, like later on, I found out is is was her. She was just like bending down, like crouched over in the dark, and was like putting lotion on like her lower legs. <laughs> but in okay. my mind, I was like, "What the fuck is that down there?" Like in my mind, it was like a monster or like some <laughs> demon or something. So instead of like looking at it and confronting it, I just like 
looked straight ahead in my head. I'm like, just pretend it's not there. Pretend you didn't see it. Like, I was like, what the fuck was that? Just pretend you didn't see it. And I just walked straight ahead. And then she started moving. I was like, oh. and then, but then I realized it was her. So then once I explained my reaction, then she started laughing uncontrollably. Then I was laughing uncontrollably right. because of her laughter. And then she like kept bringing it up. Like, I can't believe that your reaction was to just pretend like it wasn't there, so then maybe nothing would happen to you. I was like, yeah, you know, like if I if I don't like, uh, you know, like recognize the demon yeah. or like or point if it, it out. If it's <laughs> if its vision is only like if you move, that's the only way I could see you, like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, that was real. It was real stupid. I couldn't help. <laughs> well, also, you just you moved to this new place relatively recently, so were you thinking like, oh fuck, this place is haunted? Yeah, it could have been like a real ghost or something. I was like, oh, shit, what's that? And I was like, don't look, don't look, don't acknowledge it. Just walk forward. Just keep walking straight. (laughs) Walk towards it as opposed to walk away from it? Yeah, just keep walking like perpendicular. Just keep moving that way. Don't look down there and be like, if you you acknowledge that it's there, then it has powers. Yeah, then it's going to like run at me or something. Okay. I mean that that would be uh, that's movie logic certainly. Um, huh. right. It makes sense. It makes that sense. does sound pretty funny. Um, but why don't you go ahead with your one of your ask? Uh, so this one. <clears throat> now this one was I. I didn't actually like the answers, but I couldn't think of a good answer myself. So. Um, what was a movie that was a big deal when it came out, but nobody remembers now? And so then I opened it up and was looking at some of the comments that people were answering. And the first one, somebody said Avatar. I was like, really? Because I feel like people still talk about Mm. Avatar now, especially like in the hopes of seeing these sequels. Maybe not like talking about how good the first one is, but I don't think there's anyone that doesn't remember Avatar or remember uh-huh. how big of a deal it was. Uh, it was a huge deal, but I do think there was, I think people thought for a while that that was going to be the only one because I think it was five years or so before they announced that there would be sequels. Yeah. So maybe shortly after that, I don't know. You weren't, so you weren't able to think of, um, I couldn't think of one myself, but I did like the answer, The Shape of Water, because that was like a big deal when it came out, and I completely forgot about that shit. Did you see it? I fell asleep. I tried. And I was like, this is... <laughs> in the theater? In love, she's in love with the the swamp thing or whatever. You fell no, asleep in I, the theater? It was at home. So. Okay. Um, okay. Uh... Huh. People put a bunch of those people. Some people listed like every DC movie that came out. <laughs> I was like, that's rude. But. Oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> I would say maybe Jurassic Park two. Oh, that's a good one. I don't even remember that one. Yeah. I mean, it definitely like Steven Spielberg came back to direct the sequel, which he rarely does. Uh, in fact, that might be the only the only sequel that he's done. Uh, I'm trying to think. Well, no, I, I guess he's done a couple of the 
I guess he did all of the Indiana Jones movies. Um, mm. But yeah, I'm uh, trying to think of another one that nobody really remembers or I mean, talks Jur- about. Jurassic Park 2 was pretty bad. Um, especially compared to like Jurassic Park being like probably the best action movie of all, or maybe it, maybe it's better described as adventure, but yeah, uh, that was not, all, was Jeff time. Goldblum come back for that one or no? So Jeff Goldblum was like the only one who came back for, for part two. Okay. Uh, oh, that was the second Island one. Right. Yes. 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 But Avatar. Yeah. I mean, like I, I didn't like Avatar. Uh, I like the 3D effects, uh, which, uh, at the, yeah, I think are still probably the best, the best 3D I, I've seen in a in a movie theater. I, but the story was, I'm sorry, it was trash. Yes, I, I'll I'll agree, but I don't think it fits into this that that nobody remembers now category. I mean, especially with the sequel, like one of the sequels is supposed to come out this past December. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that either. See? All these things. All these things we've missed. <clears throat> um, but they pushed it back. And there's going to be four sequels, apparently. Uh, I mean, which- if I could think of one, there was... It was one of those Spider-Man movies. That one with James Garfield. That oh, yeah. I couldn't even tell you what it is. I know like they're all a big deal when they come out. But I don't know anything about that one at all. I couldn't tell right. you the name, the villain... Like, I just know yeah. he was the Spider-Man. Right, right, right. Um, okay, let's, uh, I'll move to my second uh, Ask Reddit post. Uh, it's a short one. It says, what would you absolutely never spend money on? Hmm. And my first thought with this was, um, which I not which I don't, I was trying to think of something that would be kind of, you know, unexpected and funny, but my first thought was, um, skydiving mm-hmm. or bungee jumping, uh, or similar sorts of, uh, thrill seeking. Um, I don't know. What would you even, they're not a sport really. Yeah. It's like a, uh, thrill, thrill seat. Like, um, know what that's called. I guess any thrills that involve falling through the sky, adrenaline, adrenaline rush, yeah. Um uh but those two is bungee jumping and skydiving specifically. Um and maybe it's because I have a friend uh from back in Ohio who's who whose sister was very into skydiving and apparently there you needed to do like a hundred jumps with someone, like with a professional, before you could do them on your own. A hundred? That's what he said. Whew. And so, and she had done it, like she had reached that point. And, um, and it was funny cause she was like, she was super like, I don't know, like I, yeah, I'm about to like stereotype a little bit, but like she was super straight laced and I think it, she was a teacher, like a school teacher. And she was just, I remember she was really skinny. Uh, and for some reason didn't fit my stereotype notions of what a skydiver would look or look like or act like, but you know, I get all, all different kinds of people do it, whatever. Um, but yeah, hundred jumps and, and bungee jumping. My thing with bungee jumping is actually a little scary. It's like, it seems like I just don't trust the people to, to rope you up properly. Oh, okay. 
don't think like you'll be appropriately secured. Yeah. Uh, the first response on the, on the Reddit page was tobacco in any form. Yeah. Which, uh, these days I would agree with. Um, I don't know if I've ever spent money on tobacco in any form. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Um, would, would you never, absolutely I, never I've, spend money. I've on not, it. no, I spent money on tobacco. I bought some cigars before. Um, I absolutely not spend money on, I guess there's a lot of things I don't want to spend a lot of money on. Um, no, this is no money. Zero dollars at all. But then I did. Mm. Well, did you move can, a little or you're, you're coming in a little quieter? How's this? Is this better? That's better. Yeah. Okay. I can tell you something that I maybe thought I would never spend money on. Okay. And ended up doing. I Go thought I would it. never like spend it on having someone clean my my apartment. Oh. And I never had until this year, like before I moved in to my current place. Um, and I think it was maybe because of maybe because of COVID. Like we had we hired somebody to come and do like a deep clean before we moved in. I mean, normally if I move in somewhere, I just like clean that first day. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you had someone clean your old place before oh, you after left. After I moved? No. Or right That's before true you moved. too. Yeah, that would make sense too. Um but I didn't do that. I just cleaned that one myself. Okay, so you you had someone come do a deep clean on your new place. Yeah, because I well, most of it's just because I get so weird about cleaning and I get so nitpicky. But then I feel bad, like I don't want to like hover. So basically, I I let them in and then left. And I was like, That's I can't good. be here. I'm gonna be like pointing at things and. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, so I've never. And then I've been in an apartment when someone was cleaning, like someone had a housekeeper come. Man, that was like super awkward for me. And so, wait, what? Sorry, say that again. And then I've been I've been in an apartment when someone had a like a housekeeper come to clean while I was there, and, it's like, and you I, were still hanging out while like what what were you doing while they were cleaning? It was super. You can't. You don't want to do anything. It's really weird. You just want to leave, but I was there. But what did you do? I don't know. I just, I was, I was, I was living there at the time, but I wasn't paying for it. One of the roommates was like, we need a housekeeper. I was like, well, I'm not paying. And that shit feels weird. And then it was weird to see someone like working real hard to clean. And I was just like walking around. It it was, I didn't like it. Uh, Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I would assume in a lot of cases that, they're used to people being around while doing it. I doubt it's a, any kind of a big deal, but I do, I do get it. Yeah. Like maybe you feel like you're just in their way while they're trying to do their job or something. Yeah. And it's like, I just feel like I'm in the way and then it like makes me self-conscious. I'm like, but am I making them self-conscious? And like, Oh man, she's sweating a lot and she needs some water. I don't okay, know. all right. Let's let's move on. I don't like this. <laughs> um, okay, did you have another ask Reddit? Oh yeah, hold on. Let me find it back real quick. Um <clears throat> excuse me. Um, okay, so this one was <laughs> this was kind of a weird one. So you're stuck in a nineties sitcom. 
The only way you can escape is by not triggering triggering the laugh reel for one minute. How do you do it? The, res- the response is on you. We'll give good. we'll give you a response first before mine. Uh, well, mine would be either to just um, sit there in silence for a minute, which I don't <laughs> think would be that hard. <laughs> if you don't, I don't do think you anything, can get away with that. I think you still have to play with the rules of a '90s sitcom, though. Um, so you can't other- just sit there. Okay, okay. We'll say sitting is not an option. I think the only other thing you can do is like you would have to turn it into one of those like serious episodes or serious oh. moments, and then like yep. I don't know, pretend like you you like your ugh, this has got real dark. Like your friend just died, or like uh-huh. <laughs> someone had offered you drugs, and you're like, no, I can't do drugs. <laughs> like you'd have to turn it into one of those quote unquote like special episodes right. for a minute, and so then the laugh track wouldn't be activated. Yeah, that's a good point because normally with the the rhythm of a of a regular sitcom like a minute of screen time is 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 a long time period. Yeah. It's it's uh, for a sitcom it's a really long time to go without any sort of joke or laugh. Like my first thoughts are immediately the shows that my first thoughts go to are Family Matters and then also Big Bang Theory for some reason. Huh. Um but but family matters maybe when you when you said you know special serious episode because they did a number of those. That's true. They yeah they definitely did. Um, huh. But okay, since you took that one, putting that aside, I guess I think ah, fuck. My first thought was like it would have to be if they're traveling somewhere, like maybe them getting ready to get in the car, but no, Steve Urkel would find, he would come in, he would have packed too much stuff. He'd be wearing yeah, something weird. Somebody would like load the car and fall, do something funny. <laughs> fall into the trunk. <laughs> yeah. the trunk shuts. They start driving anyway. Oh, I guess I heard Steve's taking another car. Okay. Well, let's get going. We're already late. <laughs> you can see Steve's face when he's like, well, well, Or Big Bang Theory would be like uh, (laughs) Sheldon. Like, I feel like Sheldon can go on some rant that would that would last roughly a minute before. Like, it would be a build, but like it would be a slow build before the payoff of the punchline. Like, it would definitely end with a with a laugh. I think you're you're right though about the minute. A minute is longer than I think it is to just sit there, and especially for a sitcom, right? Yeah, I think it would have to be a serious one. It would have to be like, you know, I think Family Matters at least, or uh, or the famously the the Fresh Prince episode where Will's dad shows up, yeah. and then at the end, like he like he just leaves him again, and he starts crying, and <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, no comedy in that one. <laughs> no, no, yeah, why he don't like me, man. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, that's that seems like the answer. So, what was what did people say in the in the? Well, uh, um, somebody Reddit. did have the the don't do anything option. Um, this what is the blue? And then if someone has a mic next to their response, me that means that's the person who posed the question initially. Oh, okay, well, this guy decided he needed to respond to like everybody. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> someone said I would kill someone. That would certainly make the laughter stop. 
You can't do that though. Like so, it's still you still have to play within the. So what, it's a little dark. So Someone he, said they would wait, smoke wait, wait, a wait, cigarette. Wait, wait. So did that guy? So did the person respond to that? Uh, yeah, they said they would probably still laugh. <laughs> <That> was... <laughs> okay. Like, I don't know. Okay, I could see this going in a dark place. With, with Reddit, you got to be careful. Oh yeah, that's that's. That's for sure. There's probably some stuff in there that we don't want to read on this I didn't show. Go, yeah, I didn't get too deep into it. I was just, okay, so that's what that means. Yeah, that guy was responding. And then somebody said cuss for 60 seconds straight and then turned into one long bleep. I was like, okay. Oh. Uh, I feel like there would people would be laughing, though, at some point. Yeah. I think but then, it would, okay, but the bleep would cover up the people laughing. Like, why? I, I think so. Then the bleep would cover the laughter. I guess that is that's a creative response. I guess, um, but see, it doesn't seem to fit with the uh, the spirit of the question. I guess that it's the you know it's a letter of the law versus the spirit, right? That's right. I like that. All right, let's move on. Um, <clears throat> Okay, so this is one sports related. Uh, so, and sorry, we're, we're seg- so we'll wrap up. We've wrapped up the Ask Reddit portion. We'll move into the Today I Learned portion of It's Reddit Time. Uh, Today I Learned, uh, for those who don't know, is just basically people posting interesting trivia that they came across. So, first one. Today I learned that, and this is referencing uh, Chelsea football, uh, soccer, English Premier League soccer, oh, okay. uh, the Chelsea team. Uh, today I learned that in the away team dressing room at Chelsea's uh, stadium, Chelsea's home stadium, they do, like, they, I'm, and I'm editorializing a little bit here because, again, people don't know how to write in a coherent way um with good punctuation so i will convey this the spirit of what what they meant um basically there are there are certain things that in the way that the opposing team's dressing room is designed to make it more difficult for them right hello yeah yeah okay i've heard heard about them painting them pink and like Right. Famously, I think that's the one in Iowa. They painted it pink. Okay. So what Chelsea does is, I guess in the lockers, they put the coat hangers up very high to strain the player's limbs. What? Uh, the tactics board is at the back, is on the back of the door, which is a fire exit and must stay open. What's that, like a whiteboard? Yeah, so they put the whiteboard on the back of a fire door that has to stay open. So presumably that means they they can't use it at all. Uh, And it says the mirrors give players the impression of being smaller than they actually are. So those are kind of interesting, but the, the real shit is in the comments where people are posting what other sports teams around the world do. Mm. And... So a lot of it involves heating and air conditioning. Uh, yeah, is, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, make, either making the locker room really cold or really hot. Um, someone says that famously Celtics Hall of Famer coach Red Auerbach 
would just tear, turn the heaters off on cold days in the in the <laughs> Boston Garden locker room. Um, but they reference even like stuff happening at, at high school. So I, I wanted to ask you, having played basketball at high school and and college level, did, did you ever encounter this at um, an opposing locker rooms? Yeah, it's interesting to think about it now. Um, I don't really remember in high school. I feel like it was the weird stuff more happened in college, but I don't. Like what? I guess the question is whether it was on purpose or just like right. how, they, how it was. There were a few locker rooms that were incredibly hot. It was like 90 degrees. And, but I think that was also just the function of where it was located, like right next to like all the heating pipes and machinery, but maybe they had cranked it up. Um, So I've been in ones that were uncomfortably hot. Um, I've been in a, I've been in a cold one. I guess I've been in both of those. And then there was another one that was like, Oh, it was like far away. (laughs) And I don't know if that was on purpose or it was just because the building was so old, but it was like, you had to, I remember like walking to leave the locker room. You had to go out, go down a set of stairs, then down a hallway, then like down another set of stairs and then into the gym. It was so far away. Um, And I'm sure they could have come up with a, a more convenient or like a closer location for the visitor's locker room. I feel like that one was on purpose. Well, do you feel that those things actually affected your performance on the court? Um. I don't think so, but I, I mean, potentially like going up and down the stairs and like going down hallways, you, you know, that could make someone more tired or they could trip <laughs> or do something. Um, the heat didn't affect me. Like I like, I like the hot, but that could definitely, I feel like that could definitely mess with someone. I feel like the temperature ones would have more effect right. than anything if it was too cold or too hot. Well, famously, like someone and someone references this here, you know, there's the, uh, I believe it was the 2014 NBA finals, uh, LeBron's Cleveland Cavaliers versus the San, oh no, sorry, LeBron's Miami Heat versus the San Antonio Spurs, uh, where that first game uh, in the Spurs arena, the the air conditioning was off. Oh, that's you right. Know, and all those San Antonio in the in in June, uh, they say there was a malfunction with the with the air conditioning. Uh, LeBron cramped up a lot uh, during that game. He was so he was out of the game with cramps for for you know a significant period. Um, that one, it's it's hard to say that that was intentional because presumably that would affect everybody, right? And cramping happens because of what lack of hydration for the most part. Yeah, yeah. So but, I mean, <clears> I guess you could say if the Spurs, does. if the Spurs team knew about it in advance, they could overhydrate to counteract it. But then it's like, why was LeBron the only one cramping up? Because it doesn't seem like it was an issue for anyone else on the Heat. I don't remember it being an issue for anyone except for him. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, I would say that one's a hard one to say definitively yes. But uh, yeah, because it would make it uncomfortable for the crowd as well. 
yeah, exactly. Uh, and no- notoriously, like that that arena, San Antonio Spurs are one of the I think poorest. <laughs> quote in quotes uh <laughs> nba teams across the board that arena is notorious for they do um bull riding shows that they have every year around the same time as the finals and the playoffs and so they're they have you know they have to clear out a bunch of dirt and stuff and Did not there are that. stories about there being snakes in the locker room <laughs> And like bats and all kinds of weird birds in that in the arena and in the opposing team's locker rooms. You never heard of this? No. Oh this yeah, is all brand new to me. No, wow. that's that Spurs arena is notorious for being just basically like a shithole. Um, huh. and I mean, yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Let's, Let's move on. What's what's your today? That. What's your what's your first um, today? I learned what you got. This one is today. I learned that William Ellsworth Robinson pretended to be a Chinese illusionist for most of his life, calling himself Chung Ling Su in his final moments of life. When he suddenly, ugh, see here you go. I got caught up too. So he was pretending to be that right for most of his professional career, and then he was performing this final trick. Things went wrong, and in the final moments, he called out in perfect English, "Oh my God, something's happened!" Lower the curtain. <laughs> so wait, so he, was he actually speaking Chinese throughout? Okay, so then I had to go back and look. He just he just wasn't talking. It was all this elaborate uh, ruse game. It was it was like a marketing thing for himself to make himself to be more popular and mysterious. So yeah, he was. Uh, an Englishman. When was this? And hold on, I, I brought I brought up some other information too. Where did the rest of this go? Um, sorry, I should have had it more readily available. This was um, 1918 when he when the when it finally went wrong. Oh, when it went wrong. So he had been doing it for a while. Yeah, so he had been doing it for a while. Um, close out that whole wikipedia page well uh, while you're looking that up uh i i believe i think i've heard about this and i believe this is referenced in the movie the prestige somebody did mention that and i um don't remember that part at all it does make me want to go back and watch watch that movie it is a small part and it's meant to show commitment to an act to uh, for magicians, uh, but they do show. I don't believe they they say that he's an Englishman pretending to be Chinese. I think they just say that he uh, he has this one trick that he has to be committed to um, for his whole life, basically, in order to make it work. I think that's wow. what they reference. Well, that is a that's a big gimmick. Yeah. So he um, he had started this. And actually, I didn't like his his beginning years. I was like, this guy's off to a bad path um, because he was touring in Charles Charlie White's minstrel shows and performing and things like that. I was like, oh, here we go. (laughs) This guy, (laughs) this is who we're dealing with here. But this was um, the one of those bullet catch tricks where um, something malfunctioned with the gun and he actually got shot by the bullet. Um, and so, oh, wow. Yeah, so he ended up uh, 
passing away from that. And I think it started in 1900. So he'd been doing it for like 18 years is this one. And he created this whole backstory. He was like essentially wearing blackface um, right, <laughs> to darken right. his complexion. He painted it with grease paint. You know, he shaved his head. He did all this stuff. He either didn't talk or used a translator to pretend that he didn't know English or spoke in very, like, occasionally would speak in, like, very broken English. Um, you know, and that's how he actually became popular. Before that, he was just sort of like this middling guy. And then he had tried to um, challenge this other uh, Chinese stage magician. And, you know, he had lost before in a challenge to this guy. And when he tried to accept the Chinese challenge again, the Chinese magician was like, nah, I'd beat you. Like, <laughs> I'm not interested. <laughs> so then, then he started with his fake Chinese act. It's interesting that, I mean, at, so, at some level, like, uh, that he would have to commit that hard back then, given that communication across long distance like I'm, I'm assuming he toured a lot right yeah, yeah so i do get that like okay your reputation was a, a thing that was really important back back in those days um and so you know having to live that life the majority of the time even maybe in your in your private life to, to some degree yeah was important but you at the same time you could do something out in you know San Diego, and if you get caught there, just move the show to you know at Kansas and you're fine. Right? Like, no one's gonna have heard it. about that if you get caught. You know? Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, even so, the original Chinese man, um, he even exposed him. Was like, he's not Chinese. Like. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and he's copying my act now. Come on, guys. That must be must have been so fucking frustrating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Oh, I get man. it. Yeah. Um, so that was an interesting one. Yeah, and basically gun malfunction, and he just got you know shot with the bullet. So the act was he was catching a bullet. Presumably, he would. The trick was he would just put a. I don't know, he would turn away, put a shell casing in his mouth between his teeth, and then turn back. Oh, look, I've caught it. Right. Ba- basically, or like the sleight of hand, like pull it out of his hand or whatever. But does, yeah, it, say it, was, what, does it say what went wrong? Um, <clears throat> that night, as one of his assistants fired the modified gun at him, some of the gunpowder exploded in the gun's chamber, accidentally firing the bullet, loaded only for show. So... It was basically like it should have been blanks, but they loaded it as part of the show, you know, like that was part of the oh. whole like build up to it. And I guess usually they didn't have if they cleaned it properly, there wouldn't have been like the gunpowder and it wouldn't have done everything. But, you know, they had to do this as the illusion and apparently it wasn't properly cleaned and the bullet shot and shot him. That is actually that sounds similar to how Brandon Lee died. Uh, on the set of The Crow. Oh, uh, yeah? have, you, have you heard about this? You know, he. Um, I, I know it was. I don't know the details. I know he got shot, but I don't remember like how it exactly happened. So it was essentially. Ah man, it, it is. It's a pretty. It's a. It was a pretty complex thing involving 
prop guns and how prop guns work generally and to me but basically they yeah they they had done a take previously with the gun and they hadn't cleaned it properly or prepped it properly for the next take uh and so there was i think there was fragments of something from the previous uh take or Uh, or just a rehearsal or something uh that wasn't cleaned out and and so there were bullet fragments that that were shot into him and you know i don't know this this trick that you're referencing i don't know what the distance was between the gun and the guy's body but in the crow it was like um, it was point blank range uh to the heart i believe um yeah yeah it's it's that's i mean that's a terrible tragedy uh it's extremely sad uh that movie is great too i mean i don't know if you've seen the crow I do like that. Uh, they don't use any of the footage from that uh, in the actual movie. Um, but uh, yeah. Wow. That got dark. Let's, let's move on. My second one is, <laughs> is, is silly. So this will, this will, uh, this will sillify us a little bit. That's a, <laughs> that's a word. Sillify us. Today I learned that 75% of mammoth fossils are male. And this is because male mammoths, young, reckless, foolhardy, were just more likely to get into some kind of trouble and die from getting stuck in a pit to running afoul of hunting humans. Um, The tar pits, bogs, and crevices preserve the remains well. And so this this just struck me as funny because I'm picturing, yeah, like teenage boys... So it's saying that, yeah, 75% of what we've seen of fossilized mammals are male. And they basically say just because they're knuckleheads. Yeah, essentially. They say, and they say they're young males too. Young male mammoths uh, uh, are just fucking around, falling into tar pits and shit because they're foolhardy. It says foolhardy and reckless. <laughs> and I'm just picturing like, I was picturing like a mammoth with like a leather jacket on and just like t- trying to like do like. <laughs> Like Wait, gr- with the leather on? Try to do like a gritty dance or like try to show someone some new shit and fall on into a tar pit. Oh, that's <laughs> and, true. And like, watch this. Watch how close I can get. Or like trying to backflip or something. <laughs> fall in. Yeah. Try to backflip. Watch how close I land to, to this tar pit with this, with this sick ass backflip. Now watch this. Oh, man. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? And I mean, fall somebody's- right in. Help! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, for real. Yo, for real, though. Yo, for real. It's like, oh. Then his friend's like, well, I'm not even supposed to be here. I told him just run off. I'm out, I'm out. We're talking about teenage guys. They, yeah, they're just running. Uh, yeah, we'll go get help. Gotta go get some Mountain oh, Dew and play Halo. That's what they're doing. <laughs> you get some flaming Hot Cheetos. Uh, anyway, and it's, you know, in the comments... The comments is like people trying to like explain like the social structure of the species and all this bullshit. I'm like, no, this is a party. <laughs> I'm picturing fucking James Dean of the Mammoth World, you know, in a in a hot rod, running off the cliff, landing in some fucking tar. Just being done. Yeah. Like, damn. That didn't work out the way I thought it was going to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't get the girl. 
Uh, okay, so what's what's here? Do you have a, a last? Okay, so the final one. So it was based. It's it's kind of like a today I learned right. So it was based off of a question that I saw on Reddit, and then that reminded me. It was based off an Ask Reddit question, right, about circumcision, like adult circum circumcision. <laughs> okay. And then it reminded me of this episode of How to with John Wilson that I had watched this week. And so what is, this, that, what is the premise of this show? I haven't heard of it. Um, you would probably like it. So he, it's basically like he, this guy like films everything. He just walks around with this oh, camera. Oh, sorry, the HBO York. show. Yeah. Oh, I did watch the first episode of it. I oh, was. Yeah. I. I. I mean. Yeah, so he's it's produced by Nathan Fielder. Yeah. And it definitely has the Nathan for you vibe to a degree, except it's weirder. Yes. And like and less stuff happens, I think. So I, I wasn't that into it, but I, I didn't ha- I didn't hate it. Well Okay. So go ahead. I've been enjoying it. And in this one episode it's about um like how to cover your furniture, protect your furniture, plastic. And then it turns into like, it always turns into something else, protecting things. Anyway. So that reminded me that he ended up talking to this one guy who was the inventor um, of a contraption, a device that um, restores your foreskin to people that have been circumcised. And it's called the TLC tugger. And this thing like attaches to your penis, and then it's like a suction cup, and it like grabs, and you have to like oh. grab the skin and pull it around, and then, and then, and this is all on tape, right? The guy's demonstrating how to do this, what? and he's got his, he's got his penis out, and then Ooh. he like the guy that invented it, and then <laughs> what? What? Ugh, all right, sorry, I'll stop interrupting. And then he's got these specialized like underwear that he wears he puts that on and then he oh the other part is there's a a weight and a rope attached to this which is the part that's tugging pulling the foreskin down and so then he puts his pants on so now he's walking around and he's got this thing attached to his penis with this weight that's going down his pant leg and he's just like walking around so you have to constantly wear this in order for your dick to have the appearance of being uncircumcised. Yeah. So I think eventually, I don't know how much time this takes. Like it, the, it will pull the skin back over. Like you, it'll stretch it. So it'll turn into like your foreskin is back. Okay. That, so, I mean, that definitely would not, that's not how it works. So I like, <laughs> So I learned that this thing is is real. Today I learned that. And there's a, 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 a contraption, like a pulley device that can attach to your headboard and you can sleep with it as well. <laughs> but it's got like this release on there so nothing gets tugged too hard. Like if you move, then like it's a safety release so it, the cord comes off so it's not like ripping your penis. <laughs> like... Yeah, you don't want you don't want the rippage. I, no, I, I can't imagine. You don't want penis rippage. But uh yeah, I was I was I was surprised. And I, I mean my main question was like this guy's why? obviously been why? doing this. Yeah. Why? And then like well how long does this take? Like who wants to walk around with a dick weight like for 
<laughs> for how long, right? Like, yeah. What, is, what did he say? <laughs> he didn't say how long. No. Yeah, it's a, he's on a subscription model too, so you you pay by the month. <laughs> Just got to rent this dick. That also seems painful. Yeah, it seems very painful. Like some, and like so you're walking around you're with this torture device. What if you're on a date? You got okay. Sorry, I have to go to the restroom really quick before we get before we go any further. We're just holding hands. What are you talking about? Yeah, you gotta but, go but, but, disassemble you know, this device. Yeah, but you no. It's like yeah, yeah. You squeeze my hand, so you know we, we're at a coffee shop. Yeah, but let me just just I just have to do something before we go any further. I'll be in the bathroom <laughs> for next twenty minutes. Uh, yeah. Well, so you were you you saying the word TLC Tugger. I don't know if it reminded me of I don't know if you've seen the the sketch show on on Netflix called I Think You Should Leave. I've seen a couple episodes. So, yeah, I I fucking love that. That's another thing that I think is coming back in 2021. That like I I was loving this this show, but there's one sketch that that's like an extended ad for this device. It's called something tuggers. It's called like t-shirt tuggers or something. T-shirt but basically, tuggers. it's a it's a so you know when you have to sometimes kind of pull your shirt out and ruffle it just to get it a little bit more comfortable oh yeah yeah like a t-shirt usually just with t-shirt right this is a plastic device that you or no sorry this is a shirt that comes attached with a plastic device it's like a little nozzle or a notch around the stomach area that you, okay. you can that has a like a little little finger hold on it that you can use to make it easier to sort of tug your shirt to oh, make it more comfortable. Okay. Right, so instead right, of going right. through all the trouble of having to grip it with your fingers, grip your shirt, both hands, tug it. No, this has a plastic thing. You just grab that, give it a couple of tugs, boom. So, so the sketch is an ad for that. <laughs> I, I, I got to watch that because that show is hilarious. Is. I did like that, like reverse balding, like the, the reverse toupee one. Yeah, the reverse toupee. <laughs> and I just watched um, a couple of days ago the sketch where he's at a Mexican restaurant with his date and they get loaded nachos and he notices that she's taking all the nachos with that have meat and all the stuff on it. Yeah, whereby that's a real that's a real problem. Leaving him with just nachos with just a little bit of stuff, and so he goes to the waiter and it says, "Hey, can you come back to the table and say there's a rule that if you order stuff to share, yeah, you can't take the full the nachos that have all the meat. You can't take all of them. You got to regulate." And then he, the waiter, does, and she immediately says. Like you set this up, right? And, and the punchline is his response is where he's like, he gets caught out, and he's like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh god, that is it's too. That show is almost too funny. It's like how Hamilton the songs are almost too good. Oh man, By I still way, haven't watched. You it. haven't watched Hamilton yet? I still oh, haven't, dude. Oh, you're gonna man. you're gonna love it. I don't want to hype it too much. All right, all right. Don't do it too much, but I will. I'm going to watch it. You have Disney Plus, right? I do. Yeah. Okay. Well. No excuse. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, that uh, TLC Tuggers. Yeah. So, what's that dude's name? Joe Hill or something? Um. 
You want to know his name? You're going to do some research? No, I'm just... No, I've seen, I mean, I've seen the show. I know... Like, oh, John Wilson of, is that show, but the TLC... So, they, so you watch this episode with the TLC tugger. Yeah, and the guy's just, like, talking with, you know, with his penis out. Does it out seem like balls? he has any awareness that this is a terrible idea that will, of course, never work or never catch on? Does he have any... I mean, does that guy have any awareness of this? No, he's been doing it for, like... 10 years now i'm looking because an intro was from 2007 the first youtube video at least in the first episode that i saw there there is a quality of this and also with fielder show of meanness towards people who don't that you know maybe are not quite aware that they're they're on a show that's making fun of them yeah which I, I I really don't like to, to be honest, but this, I think I, I think Fielder does it on this one. I think Fielder and and this guy does do it to a degree. It's a very very tight tight rope to 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 walk, and I do think that in the first episode there was a quality of that that I was concerned about because you know he goes to spring break and he meets this guy who's there just kind of being a knucklehead, and then you you know you come to find out that this guy is one of this guy's best friends committed suicide recently and he's actually going to spring break to kind of get away from that. And he does treat it somewhat sensitively, but I don't know. There's an overarching thing where there's an inherent aspect of making fun of this kid that, that I I think is inappropriate to be honest. Mm. Um, That's inherent to the, to putting that kid on TV period. Even if there's a turn where you are sensitive to him, you know, you're not, you know, you're not necessarily entirely sensitive. And, and I really, it's punching down, which, which, you know, that's not, that's one of the key rules of comedy is you're not supposed to do that. So they toe the line, you know, they play with fire. And and I, I will say, having seen a number of Nathan for you episodes and the first episode, of uh was it joe wilson or something i don't know why yeah. you've told me anyway john john wilson anyway look if this guy wants to make dick stretching things i mean that's it. his thing i mean he just got like free promo for that true yeah and you know yeah he may view it as you know i can't put ads for this on regular tv <laughs> probably now i'm on this tv I, I show i hope not five minutes straight just talking about my you know, foreskin restoration device. Yeah, an HBO show to boot, you know. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, we can wrap up there. We covered right. good stuff. We all learned. We all learned something here, I think. That's right. I think I think we all we all learned some things here today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've learned some things. Uh, any closing thoughts? <laughs> Drink your water. Uh, Drink water, eat something green. Yes, you know, go go Bucks. Let's go finish Let's go it off. Bucks. Let's finish them off. This is podcast. We out. What do you Ooh. think happened? Huh. <laughs>